Welcome to the Thumb Body Show, where we prove that even your thumb can change the world. That's impossible. Join host Jimmy Gibson as we explore the zany world of entrepreneurship and personal branding. We'll cover topics like storytelling, public speaking, writing your first book, content creation, and video, and occasionally... Our host may even perform a few magic tricks for you. But don't worry, we're not all business. Oh no. Oh no. We like to have a little fun and embrace our inner weirdness. Are you ready to unleash your inner thumb entrepreneur? That's that's not even a word. Ready to make a difference in the world? This is the show for you. Join us on the Thumbbody Show and let's spread the power of one of a kindness. What does that even mean? You're not a nobody. You're a somebody. You're a thumbbody. All right, welcome to the Thumbbody Show, where we explore the busy intersection of personal branding and entrepreneurship. This is episode 18. I'm your host, Jimmy Gibson, and I'm here to remind you that you are Thumbbody special. If you're not familiar with the Thumbbody brand and the backstory, invest another 10 minutes in episode one. The full story is there. You'll learn about a brand I'm bringing back from my childhood after it was abandoned in the 1970s. On The Thumbbody Show, we're all about spreading the power of one of a kindness. We believe that everyone has unique gifts and talents that can be used to make a positive impact in the world. I wrote a book called Chasing Carrots Won't Help You Find Your Purpose If You Were Born to Love Bananas. Over the last six episodes, I've been sharing insights from my book and guiding you on a journey to uncover your true purpose. If you'd like to pick up a copy, it's available on Amazon and most online booksellers. In Chasing Carrots, I tell an allegorical tale about a monkey who thinks he's a rabbit. Monkey, our protagonist, has lost his way. He's been distracted by the carrots of life and forgotten who he really is. The stakes are raised as Monkey faces a choice. Figure out who he really is or sacrifice his identity forever. So the payoff in the book is that all lessons that Monkey learns through his adventure spell the word banana. That's really why the book is about how chasing carrots won't help you find your purpose if you were born to love bananas. Monkey has chased so many carrots, he actually believes he's a rabbit. Now, he is starring in an incredible magic show, by the way. His search brings him back to his true purpose and why he's a monkey. And as we all know, monkeys are born to love bananas. So, how do you find your banana? Let's get started with the Thumbbody Show. And now, and, and, and now, our special segment. It's, it's what, what you've, you've been, been waiting, waiting for. All right. Hello, Thumbbody family. Welcome back to another episode of The Thumbbody Show. It's been a fantastic journey over the past six episodes as we journeyed through the banana lessons, B-A-N-A-N-A. And today we're wrapping up the final segment. Let's hear one more excerpt from the book. It's Thumbbody's story time. <laughs> Business is not boring. Au contraire. Bring, Bring your, your brand, brand to, to life, life with, with storytelling. storytelling. 
My friend, are you ready to give up what you know for what you don't know? Seagull asked. I am, I said. No sooner than my words left my mouth, a sprout appeared. It had been barely visible three minutes earlier. When you make a choice, you can be transformed. You can be in the same spot, the same fur, with the same troubles, but your beliefs change. You become someone new and the seed starts to grow, said Seagull. One little leaf quickly turned into four, four into twenty. The plant had turned into a vine. The leaves and vines were sprouting off in every direction. How big is this thing going to get? As big as you want. Seagull was always putting everything back on me. Where did I want to go? What do you want to do next? He had this talent for leading by following me. It was magnificent. The seed had taken over and the view of the beach and giant leafed vines started to block out the moon. The lush green canopy that was growing reminded me of my home in the jungle. Are you ready? Seagull asked. By this time, the vines had taken off ahead of us and we started to walk into a garden of tropical blooms of every color sprouting from tiny buds that opened so fast the view above us looked like fireworks show on a summer evening. This is incredible, I said. The spectacle was so amazing. I didn't want to miss anything. The entire world smelled of promise. I could imagine myself relaxing all day on a leaf that had just sprouted in front of us. It was as big as an elephant's ear and looked softer than the velvet curtains back at the theater. A cool breeze blew across the path we followed. The vines grew ahead almost as if they knew our plan. If I turned left, so did the direction of the vines. The quiet whisper of rustling moss and the gentle explosion of curly green leaves played a song under our feet as we picked up our pace. I can't believe it, I said. Thanks to you, Seagull said. This is your place, not mine. It came from who you are. The giant leaves got smaller and the many vines turned into one. We followed the curling tour guide until it stopped at the foot of a tree. It's the tree of character, I said. We made it back to the gate. We've got to hurry, Seagull said. I took out the shell. Hermit Crab went back to the pocket and I listened. Your fruit is how others will know you, said the voice. I put back the shell and started to climb the tree. Where's my fruit, I asked. This tree is loaded with apples, pears, peaches, cherries, oranges, and more. Seagull sat under the tree looking up. But what if I pick a bad one? Is one better than the other? No bad fruit can come from a good tree, Seagull said. Don't compare your fruit with others. Each of us is responsible for our own. I reached into the branches. What should I pick? Michelle said my fruit came from the sound of my name. Hmm. I closed my eyes and said, monkey. As the word left my mouth, I felt my tail move. You found it, Seagull said. My tail had stretched over my left shoulder and picked a banana off a strong limb. Uh, of course, I said. A banana is my fruit. I'd forgotten. Can I eat it now? Patience. You'll have time to enjoy what it can do for you later, Seagull said. I climbed down, placed the fruit in my bag, and headed for the gate. We don't have much time. Seagull was behind me. Slow down, he said. You'll forget this. The patch of green grass from earlier in the day was peeled back, and Seagull was dumping the paper from the bottle. Birthday lesson number seven. Conclusion. Each of us produces our own fruit. Good fruit will serve others well. 
said Seagull. We were back at the entrance to the carnival again. I pushed open the gate, walked between the giant hands, and headed for the Ferris wheel. All right, let's dive in. Remember, we all produce our own fruit. What's special about good fruit? Well, it serves others beautifully. Now, we've gone through the process of finding our banana. That's behavior, B, appreciation, A, necessity, N, abundance, A, and name, N, and accountability, A. We've worked on building our tree of character, whose roots are fed by our heart's condition. Here's the deal. If our heart's not true, the fruit we produce, no matter how much we follow the lessons, will turn out bad. Each of our trees is unique, and we're responsible for our own fruit. Now, let's step back and take a look at the birthday lessons. All of these stages connect and flow seamlessly from committing to your name to giving, seeking wisdom, and producing fruit on your tree of character. But remember, they actually happen in reverse. The combination of all the birthday lessons forms our tree of character. The condition of your heart is the source that feeds the branches that produce fruit on your tree of character. Now, you can go through the actions in each lesson, but if your heart is not true, the fruit produced by the branches will produce only bad fruit. A bad tree can never produce good fruit. The fruit that grows from the limbs of your tree will be different from the fruit that grows from the tree of your neighbor. We are only responsible for our fruit, as I've said before. Now, will you be proud to display your basket of fruit? Let's go back to episode number 12, Behavior. The first letter in the word banana, the power of your name. Birthday lesson one, behavior. A good name is better than a fine perfume. Make the sound sweet to the ear. Your name is your personal brand. A good name is better than a fine perfume. It's the sound that should be sweet to the ear. And actually, I've been pondering this idea. I've been asking myself, what does it take to have a good name? When you think about your character, your personality, and the effect you have on those around you, it really comes down to what you do. Deliver on a promise over and over again, and your name will be as sweet as perfume. Then we moved into episode 13, Are You Chasing Time? Birthday lesson number two, you are not in control of time, so appreciate every moment as perfect time. Sand is limited, use it well. All right, let's dive a little bit deeper into this idea of golden time and how it relates to wasted time and, of course, chasing carrots. You see, golden time is when we're truly living in the present, doing things we love and are passionate about. These are the moments we find ourselves laughing more, feeling stress, just melting away, and genuinely living our best lives. It's all about being connected to our true selves, embracing our passions, and showcasing our unique skills and talents. But of course, you know, there's a flip side. We've got what we call the desert of wasted time. This is when those precious moments slip through our fingers, getting caught up in unproductive or even harmful pursuits. And let me tell you, the dangers of wasted time are nothing to scoff at. Now, we're talking about financial setbacks, ruined relationships, health problems, and even putting our reputations on the line. Then we moved into episode 14, Necessity. What makes you, you? Birthday lesson number three, Necessity. Pay attention to where excellence shows up in your life. If this activity were taken away, you wouldn't be you. It's a necessary 
part of you. The key here is to focus on the areas where excellence and persistence are present, where your heart beats faster, you are more determined, and the activity stays on your mind even when you're not engaged with it. Others may accuse you of actually being obsessed, but that's simply because this activity is essential to who you are. The next episode was episode 15, Abundance. Are you a generous person? Birthday lesson number four, Abundance. Be happy in your work and generous with your time and money. Create opportunities to use them for others. Do you consider yourself a generous person? Do you regularly donate your time? Do you use your special talent identified in episode 14 for the benefit of others? What about your money? Do you support any organizations or have a giving fund to help others in need? When we calculate our net worth, we often forget to consider the value of our time and talents, two precious resources we can share with others to make a real difference. The moments you spend helping others and pursuing your passions can genuinely change the world. Now, this is not the kind of net worth that will show up on a financial statement, but it will make a statement on how you value others. This is the golden time or beach sand that is mentioned in the book. It contrasts the desert of wasted time. Then we have episode 16, name, knowledge versus wisdom. Birthday lesson number five, name, learn to discern knowledge from wisdom, seek true wisdom. And what is the name of the author of the wisdom you follow? Now, knowledge refers to the collection of facts, figures, and information that we acquire over time. It's what we learn in school, read in books, or hear from others. Wisdom is a whole different ballgame. Wisdom is about understanding the deeper principles of life, knowing when to apply that knowledge and when to hold back. It's about being able to see a bigger picture and make decisions that are both practical and ethical. So with so many talk shows, self-help books, and advice floating around, it is easy to get lost in the noise. So how do we find our way? Well, the first thing we need to do is learn how to discern knowledge from wisdom. A good starting point is asking ourselves who we turn to for advice and guidance on important life issues. Then we come to episode 17, finishing out banana. Accountability. Accountability is the magic behind your personal brand. This leads us to birthday lesson number six. Accountability. In your final hour, sand will be sorted into two piles, desert sand and beach sand. How will you answer for where you spend your time, talents, and money? The metaphor of desert sand was explained in episode 13 about our relationship with time, and beach sand was explored in episode 15 about generosity. Both episodes are worth a listen. This lesson is a powerful one because it asks us to reflect on our lives and how we spend our time, talents, and money. At the end of our lives, sand will be sorted into two piles, desert sand and beach sand. How will you answer for where you spent your time, talents, and money? The four areas that we covered were step one, accountability to a higher power. Step two, personal accountability. Step three, accountability to others. And step four, accountability to the gifts and talents you were given. Yes, that's right. Change won't stick unless you truly understand who you are and why you're doing what you're doing. But once you're clear, the change can happen in an instant. Let's take my gift of performing magic as an example. Magic can create awe. It can make a difference in people's lives, just like the proceeds from a magic show that I perform can I can use to help other people in need. 
The fruit on our tree of character comes from our talents, time, and income. Some fruits may come directly from the magic show, while others from the impact of the show on someone else's life. So how accountable or obedient will you be in consistently producing good fruit? So if we start at the end, the fruit is the outcome of everything before it. If we go backwards to obedience or accountability, how accountable or obedient will you be to consistently producing good fruit? Working our way backwards to wisdom. This obedience will come from where you seek wisdom and the why behind your actions. Now, for me, the wisdom I seek comes from love your neighbor as yourself. Everything related to my activities are held up against this wisdom and why I have committed to follow the author of that wisdom. Now, moving backwards takes us to abundance or giving. Because I'm committed to loving my neighbor, I will naturally give of my time, talent, and money. A portion of my shows are donated to retirement communities, community events, and performances at a homeless shelter. Now, going back from giving to gifts or necessity lesson, the giving flows from the skills and talents that I was born with and continue to develop. It's been many years since I graduated from high school. Years ago, I was attending my 25th reunion. The first question I got from many of my classmates who had not seen since graduation was, hey, Jimmy, are you still doing magic? As I think about it now, it's the one thing that has remained constant throughout my life. If taken away, I don't think I would be me. So what is your thing? Now, from those gifts or necessity in that lesson, we go back to our relationship with time. And that is appreciation of time. We learned in a previous episode that those who donate their time feel like they have more time. We all have the same number of hours in a day. I read somewhere that where you spend your time and money will show you what you feel is important to you. When you have a stressful relationship with time, your life is stressful. Because you're flowing backwards from your path to your tree of character, you will change your relationship with time. This new relationship is a natural outcome of your thing. And then all the way back, reverse from the fruit to the beginning, which was behavior, your name is a direct reflection of all the steps that come after it. You can decide that you want your name to be as sweet as perfume, but without strong support of a why, the behavior required will ultimately fail to deliver consistently and lack the focus of the burning passion of a deeply committed core value. Now, doesn't that make you look at yourself in a little bit different light? We've been through an incredible journey, my friend, right from shaping our behavior to appreciating the little things, recognizing our necessities, cultivating abundance, naming our purpose, and being accountable for our actions. All of these elements blend together in reverse to form our tree of character. And from that little seed, we've learned to grow and flourish, bearing fruits of goodness, kindness, and a little bit of love, loving your neighbor. I want to thank you for staying with us through these lessons. Remember, chasing carrots won't help you find your purpose if you were born to love bananas. It's been a pleasure sharing this journey with you, and I look forward to seeing your trees flourish with character, time, gifts, giving, wisdom, obedience, and, of course, good fruit. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Before you go, here's our rule of thumb from today's episode. Ooh, a thumb tip. <laughs> 
As we wrap up this episode of The Thumbbody Show, let's summarize our key takeaway in the form of a rule of thumb. Monkey's journey gave him a new appreciation for who he was and the gifts he was given. To find your banana, B-A-N-A-N-A, you will need to work through each of the birthday lessons and identify how you will move towards it being a person who possesses the right behavior, appreciation for time, identifying what is necessary in your personality, abundance or generosity, who is the name of your wisdom, and accountability. The combination of all of these birthday lessons forms our tree of character, as we've talked about before. The condition of your heart is the source that feeds the branches that produce the fruit on your tree of character. You can go through all the actions of each lesson, but if your heart is not true, the fruit produced by the branches will produce only bad fruit. A bad tree can never produce good fruit. The fruit that grows from the limbs of your tree will be different from the fruit that grows from the tree of your neighbor. We are only responsible for our own fruit. Well, this is Jimmy signing off from another episode of The Thumbbody Show. Keep growing, keep loving, keep being you. Join us next time for another episode of The Thumbbody Show. Ready to become a part of the most exclusive club around? Wow, really? The Thumbbody Club is where it's at. As a member, you'll get a membership card. Oh, yeah. Be a part of the global community of Thumbbodies and receive a super secret weekly club newsletter. Wow. But that's not all. We've got a bag full of tricks coming throughout the year. Just go to imthumbbody.com to sign up. And the best part? It's totally free and worth every penny. <laughs> Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Join the Thumbbody Club today. <laughs>